Real, raw, and unapologetic. I am Annie. And I am Julie. And we are sharing conversations, thoughts, ideas, and practices that illustrate our true selves and how we navigate through this thing called life. We hope to illuminate, enhance, and inspire you to be you without shame, blame, or regret. Authentic and unapologetic. Hello. Hey there. Today we are, what are we doing today? You say. You're going to open that oneness book and flip to something that we can deeply discuss. What is your number? Give me a number. I will flip to that page. 73. Okay. So we're flipping through the book. We've done this before too. The book Oneness by Rasha. Mm -hmm. Channeled. Received and transcribed. Okay. Okay. Um, the reality here. Okay. So this is chapter 73. First paragraph. Right. The reality you will be co-creating with the loving brothers and sisters with whom you share these times is one in which the sweetness of the highest possible outcome for all is manifested automatically. For all will know that it cannot be otherwise. In this state of spontaneous creation, one expects to experience the best case scenario in all circumstances and is rewarded with that as one's reality. Mm. So it's talking about that we're creating, we're creating our new world. We're creating our new world and <laughs> the expectation, always expecting the best case scenario. Yeah. And we've talked about this before in the past of coming from things like a lack mentality or a negative mentality, rather than always assuming the best and expecting yeah. the best and knowing that as you're creating your life, it's a, expect that the best will come. And I think sometimes that's difficult because we don't know what it will look like. Yeah. And then it's also, what is this? Something about creating with your brothers and yes, sisters. So it's I like really the, the, the people, Yeah. it's as our, as our frequency increases, our vibration raises, whatever you want to call it. Like yeah. it's the people that we're, um, surrounding ourselves with. Yeah. This is with who we share these times yeah. is one in which the sweetness of the highest possible outcome for all is manifested automatically. Yeah. So when you are, yeah. What else is on that page? Let's see. Anything else stick out to you? Yeah. The shift is subtle. Well, here, let's, let me back up. Life takes on an entirely new perspective as one comes to understand Life as a chronicle of one's heart's desire coming to fruition and to experience its enjoyment as one's birthright. And then it says, the shift is subtle. And when you have made that shift, you may not be consciously aware that you have actually turned the corner until confronted by an awareness that the obstacles and impediments which had come to be taken for granted are somehow no longer there. I feel like this is just an extension of the manifestation one. I know it is. It is. <laughs> Maybe I should just link them together. Yeah. It um, makes me feel like when you, that we were talking about seeing an experience again and being like, I'm familiar with this. Right. And it's interesting to think about that evolution of like, not only am I familiar with this, but, or is it gone? One, am I familiar? Cause I haven't learned the lesson yet and I need to learn it. Is it familiar and this is the higher evolution, the 2.0 of my mm. training? Or is it familiar as something that I no longer see as an impediment, but something I can step over easily? Mm. I don't know. 
is a lot in that sense. Yeah. <laughs> We're both like, <laughs> I'm like, mm. oh, that's some deep ass shit. This book leaves me speechless sometimes, just yes. pondering, you yes. know? I think I like the idea of thinking about, oh my gosh, that sun is so nice. Um, I like the idea of thinking about knowing that we kind of, I, for, I'm making this motion of circling, but like that we're, we're, even though our life experiences are always new, it is a circling and a climbing or a declining, but hopefully climbing, right? Mm -hmm. Like a circling and climbing. And as Mm. you circle, you see familiar things again and you circle up and you circle up. That's exactly what my friend Marianne and I always talk about. We're like, it's just a fucking spiral. It's like we're walking up a spiral staircase, you know? And you you encounter similar experiences and energies as you circle around. and But you are seeing it from a, a different perspective. And experiencing it with more experience, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better description, yeah. <laughs> um, well, because you've already something. been through yeah. it and you're aware now and, you know, and then sometimes you can just be like, mm, no thanks and walk away or, or keep going up yeah. the, you know. So how do you evaluate if you're walking up your spiral staircase and you, you get to a place that you're like, this is familiar. I've seen this vantage point before. Do you have a check-in? Uh, for lack of a better word right now, do you have a check-in that you do when you're like, hold on, this view looks too similar or this view looks the same? Like if you haven't learned a lesson well enough, I guess Mm, is what I'm getting to. Do you ever ever get to something again and go, this is a repeat, not a new level. I'm not seeing this from a higher height, but this is a repeat. So what's going on here? How's your, how does that check-in feel for you? Um, I, well, it depends on where I am in how many repeats, how many times I, you know, like when you watch a movie yeah. and then you watch it again and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, yeah. it's the same movie. And then you watch it again. You're like, oh, now I'm seeing something else in this movie. And then you watch it again and then you mm-hmm. start to really know it, and you're like, huh, but it's, so it depends on how many times you've watched it, I guess, or been in it yeah. spiraled around it. And so as to how I would recognize it. Because I feel like if I am aware, mm-hmm. then the first time I become aware, I'm not repeating it exactly the same. Oh, oh, you know? Oh, oh, so, oh. <laughs> then the second time I become aware, I'm even more aware, right? And so I, it, I guess to go actually answer your question, is there like some signal? And I don't know. No, but sometimes it's a visceral thing. Sometimes it's a, I might be in denial. Sometimes it's a, I, a visual thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Usually a visceral thing. Like I just, my body knows, you yeah. know, and I just sometimes choose to ignore. Yeah. Or I now am more aware and like, mm, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm so stuck yeah. on that. Well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go back to the that. The first time I, I mine become is, aware. Yeah. Mine is, um. A lot of times where I'm just like, here we go again. It's almost intellectual for mm. me. Like it's in my brain. Uh-huh. Like, here we go. This is what you do. This mm. is what you do. And I think that that negative thing, I think that's a negative way to look at it because I also think that manifests a future of that same possibility. Right? Yeah. If I say, this is what you do, Annie. 
This is what you do. Mm -hmm. I'm actually setting up my future to do that again. Yeah. But anyway, that's a sit. But but when you said, well, if you if you encounter it again, and you're aware that you've encountered it again, then you can't be seeing it the same. You can't. I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah. Do you have a one? This is um, a little bit. This would take more thought for me. I couldn't answer it, so I'll put you on the spot. Do you have one, do you have something that you're like, I encounter this a lot? <laughs> oh my God, I feel like a thousand things just poured into my head. My I don't two, know, I can't grab two. one of them. So, well, yeah? because it is a spiral staircase. <laughs> the answer is yes. the same things. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, to give you something specific. Oof. That's a good question. I would have to say, just because it's our theme, is my, food is my... Yeah. I was thinking the yeah. same thing, but like, God, I always talk about that. But that's clearly, the point. Clearly, that's, that's the, the point. point. Right. right. And the food is the one that I have the most negative. I'm actually just making a realization here. That's the one that I kind of manifest my future negative thing on. And so maybe I'm doing it, you know, where yeah. I'm like, you're, this is how you are. You're always going to yeah. be this way. Right. And now when I, when you own it, right. Uh, when, which is, you should own all pieces and aspects of you. But when I really, oh, I'm really owning it when I'm like, I'm an emotional eater. What if I wasn't? What would I be then? Right? <laughs> and then I, right. I'm all about getting to the root of the, the it understand. and reprogramming. Right? So I've been trying to focus on that in various aspects of my life. And then I try to see like what are the what's bubbling up for me to be aware of that is now at the root when these things come up right Mm -hmm. so I was not eating however I was feeding my pig today and he stepped on my foot and Mm. he's fucking Mm. heavy and his hoof was on my toe and I was like oh and I like oh my god I felt like no it's fine but in the moment I was like oh "Oh!" and I just shoved him off of me and I was like Jesus you're fucking heavy and the way I said it just like that right like Jesus you're fucking heavy and was like angry and shoved him away I like reeled back and was like Oh my God. And I went in the house and started crying and was like, who said that to me? Who? And I just had all these, like, I, and not even, I didn't mean that as a derogatory thing to my poor little piggy and nobody ever meant it as a derogatory thing to me. Like what if my, I stepped on my mother's foot and she shoved me off being like, you're fucking heavy. Because it fucking hurt and she needed me off, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh. And so I had this talk. It was not like a big, like, I'm. it tell, takes longer for me to tell this story than it actually me going through right. it this morning. But I was like, damn. And then I, then, I, then I started going through all these, like, oh, God, how many other things like that, similar mm-hmm. things like that have happened, right? And I thought about how, and I've done it to children like oh I can't pick you up you're too big now you're too heavy yes. to a little kid who yeah. now na- how they're internalizing that like oh no you're too much and I was like how could you reword something like that right if I ever have to pick up a kid or an animal or something that's now too heavy for me can I say it in a different way can I say oh I'm not strong enough to pick you up anymore because you're growing so much or you know like 
yeah. rephrase it so that it doesn't, I'm not affecting someone else in that way. Yeah. I went through this whole process of like how, and I feel like, but I feel like I'm going off on an inner child tangent here. No, no, I'm so, so with you. But I'm like, no, I'm so, so with you. So yeah. that is how, that's how I can get to my inner child issues, right? And like now when I actually sit down and like do the reprogramming for something like that, then that's a thing I would take away from that. I'm going to recreate that situation where my I stepped on my mom's foot and she shoved me away and told me, you're too big, you're too heavy. And I internalized it as this horrible thing. And held on to that, literally, about how heavy I am until this moment, right? Until I now can turn it around and be like, oh no, you're just, we're, there's a little bit of discomfort there. And it wasn't even about me. I mean, it was, but not in the way I internalized it, right? I wish, they could, I wish sometimes podcast people could see our faces. I know, right? Because I'm like listening to you and I'm like, yes, yes. But what it, what I heard in that too is an interesting thing of, and I don't, I don't want to put markers on this cause I don't think it's, I don't think that's the right thing to put markers on the spiral. But when I'm thinking about the spiral, when the new awareness comes in, so, so our very, um, our base level thing maybe uh -huh. would be very reactive. Somebody says, Oh, you're so heavy. And we just are like, well, fuck you. Right. Yeah. But there's something that place, that marker, for lack of a better yeah. word, on that spiral, when we can feel mm -hmm. and reflect back on our child that is being mm -hmm. injured is such a perspective change, right? So, because I, I'm starting to, and I, I think part of it's age, and I think part of it is doing work, right? But yeah. I'm starting to now make those connections and things where... I used to be more reactive and didn't know where it was coming from, and mm -hmm. oh, and also was very external. Well, you are a jerk for saying that. Right. Rather than being like, no, you were just a vehicle to remind me that my inner child heard this somewhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But that's funny when you get to that point of, of the spiral where you can, where you're high enough in perspective that you can see that child and see their interactions from afar rather than holding that in, inner child close to you. Yeah. And so you can't step separate yourself from their oh, experience. Right? right. And so when you were telling that story, I'm like, that's perspective because then you can see yourself outside yourself. Yeah. And you have to yeah. get in a different place in that spiral to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Interesting. And which weird. clearly didn't answer the actual question. No, but I don't even know the what, the <laughs> I don't know what the question is. I don't know what the question is. I don't remember. No, but it was, that was such a great, a, such a great, oh, things that come up over and over again, food. Mm. That's where we went on that. Yeah. Food. But, um, that and which is so much less interesting than this inner child stuff. So we don't even need yeah. to answer that question. The inner child, I, like it sounds so cheesy and so like ugh, everybody's doing inner child work and uh, it's fucking like everything that we are was created from the age from birth until around eight years old. Okay, I'm done talking. About That's where no, I'm I just kidding. <laughs> All of our down, like it's from a scientific psychological standpoint, right? Like yeah. that's when we're in theta state and being literally programmed. Yeah. Literally programmed, which is why we have to get back into that state in order to reprogram ourselves, in order to recreate a story. All I need to do is rewrite that story in my subconscious so that it's not the same 
like feelings and experience from it. So I can rewrite it with her saying that instead, like, oh my goodness, you're so big now. That hurt my foot when you stepped on it. And yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm blown away by so many things right now that I just, but you know, one thing I haven't told you the story yet, but I think it's apropos for right now, because so many people, when they hear inner child work, me being one of them, resist it because mm. of, it sounds so weird, but I just had a session last week for inner child work and it mm. was the second one I've done so far. Right. And so I just want to talk about for the second, for people that don't know what that work is or yeah. how, and everybody does it, it differently. Yeah. But, what was interesting is the way she did it, and you can speak to your experiences, but the way she did it was so interesting because you just said something where you have to go back and, and have that experience again and talk to that and re-experience it differently, right? So it was interesting because she there was, had three of my younger children, my younger selves in there, right? So like uh, one that was um, had a good memory and then another one and then a, a place where... Um, there was a negative memory, right? Mm -hmm. And then they were talking to each other. And it was oh, so interesting to have that's a good way. my five-year-old who was having fun and everything go to, and this, the circumstances aren't important for the story, but the going to this, the, um, to the eight year, the 12 year old that was so mad mm -hmm. and saying, we can, we can go back to having fun and having the 12 year old mm. being able to hear that we could yeah. go back and have fun. And then those two joining me, right? Yeah. So it was simple work. And, I, and I'm trying to spell this out for people because I have been somebody that's like, I don't know what that looks like. So let's not do it. Well, let's certainly not learn what it is. Let's just absolutely poo-poo <laughs> it and say bullshit. I'm not doing it instead of learning what it might be. Right. But when I did it, what was interesting is I made the point that, well, what if I'm just making up what my five-year-old says? And I am because it's me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> but That's when you go back to that anyway. space and somebody takes you and dips you into that space and walks you through it. It was a beautiful, the way she yeah. did it, you walk me yeah. through. So you're, you're in that headspace as much as we can be mm -hmm. of that five-year-old. And then you're in that headspace of that 12-year-old. For me, those were the right. whatever. And then you're... And somebody that does a good job of walking you back into that. Now you were saying, I have to go back and do this, but that's because you've done more of the work. So well, now, that's just one way. That's one way. Yeah. Now I, I've also done what you just described. Right. Yeah. And, but it's not as freaky as people think it is. And I right. think that when we finally wake up to the idea that we were programmed and that's okay. Yeah. And we just need to go back. We need to hit rewind and do some editing mm -hmm. the way we would edit a podcast, although we don't, <laughs> but the way <laughs> that you right. could edit a film, uh -huh. we can go back and we can be like, let's let's have this story just take a little bit of a different turn yeah. or at least embody some feelings from that. Then it was such powerful in just two sessions. It was so powerful to be like, that's what she loved mm -hmm. and that was the memory she had there so even just knowing she had that memory there right you can pull it to the surface yeah I'm all over the place but I just no. wanted to say what it was because I I have you've heard me for years I have poo-pooed I yeah. will not do this because it's scary it's yeah very well that's scary. the reason why you're like hey, yeah that's lame that's why it's all yep. because you're like oh what am I gonna encounter mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and it's always about finding the right 
person to help facilitate and guide and whatever, you know, and then eventually you can, you know, do some on your own in the moment like I did. Uh, I don't know that I was in a theta state, so I would definitely want to revisit that. Yeah. But the awareness fucking not only perk, I was going to say percolated up, it, it fucking burst up just from that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that was huge, you know? And so there's other, like you said, there's other ways. And I, I'll just yeah. like, I've done um, where you go back and you recreate a story. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, where you go back and you um, are in the... And I've done, you, this doesn't just have to be inner child, but we're focusing on that, right? right. Um, it, I've done it for all sorts of things. Um, where, and I've facilitated guiding people through this too. Right. But going back to whatever the situation was, and then <coughs> and nurturing yes, yes. from today. Like, hey, look at, look at all, everything's okay. You know? Everything's okay. Yeah. And also, one of the things she said that I thought was so powerful is, what did that child need right then? Yeah. What would have made it better for that child then? And then you name it and then say, well, then give it to them. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh, I, so there's something so interesting about that because those children are us because they're there and they exist within us, we have the ability to go back and give them what they needed. And it's within us. That's not, I mean, having a facilitator, super helpful. Right. But we have that ability to say, you have a need and we can, as an adult who's seen, like you did okay, we're all yeah. okay, we've all ended up here okay, and I can go back and give you what you needed in that moment. Oh my God. It's so fucking powerful. It's so powerful. So powerful. And you know, yeah, you're right, we all have the capability, but we have, need someone to teach us first. Yeah. We need I to don't... learn how. To you have to enable learn. that capability. And there's also <laughs> something I think maybe about just having somebody else in control that allows you to drop more into the hip. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I think you can be holding more the space for it. For holding sure. the space for it and telling you where to kind of keeping you in that space so that you can really be with. Yeah, I don't know. I like the facilitation. I do too. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, that's why I like this. Well, although it's not like a one on one, like like live session these are all recorded and i'm just listening to recordings right now but because i've done it enough times one-on-one and then i know when i'm in that state how to maneuver and through it so all i need is a recording to guide me into that and then i can sort of go on my own if that makes sense yeah um, I just think that, I mean, this isn't even what we, the topic we started on, I know, but <laughs> I just think, and th- this is probably just because the place I'm at in my life right now, but I think it's so important. The scarier, the more, the more reactive we are to work, the more we should know that it's because it's the work we need, mm-hmm. right? We need and, to jump off the fucking cliff into it. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been probably the most eye rolly to inner child work so when I finally was like okay because <laughs> I'm sure it's my inner child that's an asshole about right. it too right like okay why are we why is the eye roll so hard on this and when we can start to feel those feelings in our body and be like 
I need to walk into that feeling instead of walk away from that feeling. Cause there's a reason why it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why I don't want to do it. And then when I end up doing it, I'm like, Oh, more all the time. <laughs> Please right. <laughs> give me more. I get it. But anyway, that's just it. That's just a, like yeah. my little sales. I also, it. it's like your, your subconscious and your ego are, it's a protective thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, why would you want to, re- sometimes you're not ready to revisit that yet, you know? Oh, yeah. So you eye roll and push away and walk yeah. away and run away until you're fucking ready. Yeah. You know, you haven't, you have to do other things that make you feel safe in doing this type of work um, and expanding and stuff like that before you can go into the ones that are scary to you. It is, but but also embracing that you might not get over that feeling until you go into it. So it's good. I think there's a balance. Like, are you ready for it? But also... Have that awareness of if it comes up for you as something that's a hard pass, why? Why? Yeah. Why? Is it something that you, maybe it is a hard pass, whatever. But also, I just, I've, I've tried to look at that more of like when I really have an instant reaction to something. Being like, what's this about? Yeah. Why does this piss me <laughs> off so much? So, um, anyway, that was such a sidebar on inner child work, but it's good shit. How I love we get it. Here? Oh, uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't We're matter. Here. Okay. Inner child shit's awesome yeah but it is this so we when we go back to the spiral and we're talking about manifesting this life and everything um that spiral staircase you do get up to the point that you can see so much of just like oh i mean you know the older we are the more we can see Mm -hmm. the more we perspective we gain but that thing you said about seeing it for the second time the third time whatever you're right it can't look the same even when you, well, you said it yeah. about a movie, but even when you just like something that you're like, oh, I didn't see that the first time I yeah, read that book or whatever. Right. Yeah. That we were talking sense. about that earlier today. Like you, oh, well, you yeah. listen to some book like three times and you're like, oh, yeah. every time, like, holy shit. Yeah. Three times you know? back to back. By That's the way. how I feel yeah. about a lot of the like, you know, like I was talking with my friend the other day, like, I'm going to do this program and and she was like, you don't need that. You already know what to do. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I do. I know what to do. And I know that I need the support of the structure of the program right now. Well, so this this is where (laughs) this book, like co-creating with loving brothers and sisters. Yeah. I think when we're, when we understand that our existence is a Mm co-creation, when we, and I, I say this as somebody that can hermit hard. I, I can, I like to hermit. I like to introvert hard. But what I find is that when I introvert too hard or go inward too hard, that I, I kind of forget about the tools and mm. I'm almost in a, how do I want to say this? Almost in an egoic way where I'm like, I can do it all myself. I don't need anybody or anything. And that makes me drop these tools, right? So could I do something? Yes. But when you... Even if you're really good at it and your friend says, you don't need this, you do all this stuff, you still but I are seeing it from it. a different yeah. perspective because you dropped the tools mm-hmm. or some of them. Or they got thinking. buried in my tool bag. They got know? buried in your tool bag, right? Um, so when I think we do need people around us to remind us of yeah, we do. how to do Wait, stuff. Oh, that's what I was going to say. When you, when you just said about introverting hard. Yeah. Um, I think that the reason that we tend to drop the practices when we're doing that introverting hard eventually is because we're not surrounding ourselves with the people. (laughs) 
to remind us to to you know be in that same vibe like I'm like oh I don't need to because I'm not even going out in public and I'm not doing you know why would I need that or I'm I'm not even like just simple things like I'm not even teaching yoga anymore so why do I need to do all that stuff you know right like I still need the the whole point of it is like I should be doing yoga I should be doing all those spiritual practices that went along with the yoga that I was teaching and but I wasn't because I wasn't sharing it with others and I wasn't interacting with anyone. Right. I was just hermiting hard. Hermit hard. <laughs> I do like to do it, but it yeah. balance, a balance. But that also makes me think of another thing too, is sometimes the reasons why I have hermited are because I don't like the people around me. And that's mm. because I'm not surrounding myself. Yes. With the right people. So it's not just surround yourself with people. This this book actually right. says, loving brothers and right. sisters with whom you share these times. Yeah. And I think that that is an easy thing. I, I have been very um, dualistic about this. People are no people. Yeah. Rather than saying different people. You said in a different podcast, enhancers. Mm-hmm. People that... And who cares what word we use, but expanders, enhancers, whatever. Like, um, so it's not just about surrounding yourself with people. It's being very, very cognizant of who those people are. Yeah. That is truth. Hard truth. Hard hermiting and hard truths. Right. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Is there anything else? Um, Anything else good on that page? One will become keenly aware of the power of one's thoughts, emotions, and focused intent. I mean, yeah, I think when you're aware, that's what you're saying is you become aware of my emotions. We, instead of just, and maybe that's another way to phrase what I was saying earlier is when you're younger, however you want to define younger, you aren't aware of the emotion. You just have the emotion. And then pretty mm. soon you be able to name the emotion. You're yeah. like, okay, now I feel angry. And then later you can be like, I feel angry because. And then eventually you could be like, I, this makes me angry because my inner child had this programming, <laughs> right? Because things make yeah. us angry. I mean, some things make you angry in the moment because they're worth being angry about. Right. But things that we get angry about, you're like, why am I angry about that? Yeah. Yeah. Were you going to pull a card? I was. And then this deck is really intense and... Okay. Like just a lot of detail, and I didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> I could grab another deck, though. You want me to? Well, okay. I thought maybe I would pull from your spirit animal totem deck. Oh yeah, let's do that. Except that's Which it. Is... Yeah, the crow. It's tarot, so you gotta look it up because I don't always know those offhand. But um. Oh yeah, right. I'm gonna pull from this one because. Okay, go for it. Um, this is just actually kind of an artsy deck. Um, seek beauty, create joy. That's what it says on all these. So I'm just going to pull one and see what it says. I am enough. <laughs> and that kind of uh... goes back to the fact that we said all of our inner children are all within us. And we can help them. And they are all enough. And we are enough to help them with outside facilitators. Right? Right. Um, it's a beautiful card, by the way. Look at how pretty that card is. Oh, this artist that does these cards, they're just 
Lovely. Okay, and now you're I'm doing... going to pull from the Soulful Woman deck. All right. Soulful Woman, what messages do you have for us today? Heart healing. My courageous healing journey helps me bring personal <laughs> awakening and a deeper relationship with myself. There it is. Well then. And I am enough. Exactly. There we go. That's exactly what we were just talking about. Um, all right. I feel like that's we're gonna wrap it up with that because, so. um, because that's all I have to say. That's all I, I have mean. To I say could too. talk hours and hours about all the inner child work I've done, but then we'll just save some of that for later. Yeah, we'll do for more other episodes. Stuff. Right. Share stories on that later. All right. Have a good night. Bye. 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 <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Adios. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on our socials, I am on Instagram only, Annie, and my handle is Eclectic Tomato, E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C, Tomato. 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 And I am on Instagram as Yoga Sound Bliss. I don't think I need to spell that out. Um, and then I am on Facebook at Julie Johnston. That is with a T. J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N. Um, I am not the famous soccer player. So if you find what? her account, do you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> if you Google Julie Johnston, a famous soccer player oh, comes up. Okay. It's not me. Also, um, we want you to subscribe. Yes, so please subscribe um, on uh, we're on it, Spotify, it, yeah. whatever whatever you're listening to, subscribe to us, and then we are calling in some five star reviews. So if you feel like this is five star material and you would like to leave a review, please do so because that helps us be um, available to more people. Um, but we only want five stars, so if you're not feeling five stars, just message us and let us know what we're doing that doesn't please you, we're or not keep change. it to yourself. Right. Just kidding. We do care, but we don't. Right. <laughs> and also, um, you could share us with your friends. Yes. Yes. If this is something that really resonated and you're like, this friend needs to hear it too, share it with them. That's right. All right. Peace out.